0: This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. We've got a few clouds, 68 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Monday. It's the 16th of August, 2021. Rich Molders with your KVOM Morning News Watch on this first day of school in the South Conway County School District. And it's going to be a warm day. Sunshine, a high of 91. Clear tonight, our low 69. We've got a slight chance of afternoon showers Tuesday, otherwise sunshine, a high in the low 90s, slight chance of rain Tuesday night, a low of 71, and then Wednesday, a 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms, partly sunny, and a high of 88. Right now, a few clouds, 68 degrees at the KVOM studios as we congratulate our employee of the day, Jasmine Shurtan with Liberty Acres. Obituaries this morning. Linda Lou Campbell Hightower, age 70 of Morlton, died on Saturday, August 7th. Memorial service will be held this afternoon from 2 until 4 at New Life Free Will Baptist Church in Overcup. Arrangements are by Bob Neal and Son's funeral home of Moralton. Farrell Columbus Scroggins, age 90 of Springfield, died Wednesday, August 11th. He enlisted in the U.S. Navy at the age of 17 in December of 1947, and was trained as a hospital man in naval hospitals in San Diego, California, Houston, Texas, Corpus Christi, Texas, and Memphis, Tennessee. He was honorably discharged, returned to Arkansas, earned his high school GED, then enlisted in the U.S. Air Force in 1950, continuing training in the medical field. He became a tech sergeant and re-enlisted each time period, serving a total of 20 years and 10 months in the U.S. Air Force. He received the National Defense Service Medal and Good Conduct Medal, with 12 other awards presented. He served in England and Turkey from June of 1954 through February of 1963, and following his military service, he obtained his real estate license and also his mortuary license. He is survived by his son, Wayne Scroggins of Texas, daughter Barbara Marler of Springfield, three grandchildren, seven great-grandchildren, two brothers, one sister, several nieces and nephews, his special helper, Jan Swope, and numerous other caregivers. Funeral services for Farrell Columbus Scroggins will be held this morning at 10 at the Harris Chapel with Brother Booth and Brother Mike Jones officiating. Burial will be at Mallettown Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of 7 734, let's turn to news this morning. The number of active cases of COVID-19 in Conway County is up to 150 after 11 new cases were reported Sunday. The Arkansas Department of Health says there have still been 37 deaths from the virus in Conway County. Perry County also recorded 11 new cases Sunday as the number of active cases increased by eight for the day to 96. There have still been 13 deaths recorded in Perry County. Statewide, the Health Department reported 1,517 new cases Sunday as the number of active cases increased by 14. 22 additional deaths were recorded in Arkansas, and the number of hospitalizations declined for a second consecutive day to 1,413. The health department reported an additional 6,400 doses of the COVID vaccine were administered, and that 44.1% of the state's 12 and over population is now fully vaccinated. An additional 13.7% are partially vaccinated. In Conway County, 46.4% of the 12 and over population is fully vaccinated, with 9.1% partially vaccinated. In Perry County, 43.7% are fully vaccinated, 10.3% are partially vaccinated. 7.35, a few clouds, 68 degrees on our way to a high of 91 with sunshine Always in touch. Member FDIC an Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. Coming up on 737 and with a few clouds, it's 68 degrees at the KVOM studios. Moralton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer says he's excited that the city bucked predictions of population loss and instead showed an over 3% gain in population since 2010. The U.S. Census Bureau released the data for cities over 5,000 late last week and the city of Moralton's population grew to 6,992. The mayor said the Chamber of Commerce and Conway County Economic Development Corporation invested $20,000 towards outreach to get the best count available during the early days of the pandemic, and that effort, combined with the tenacity of local enumerators, has paid off.
1: It's been 40-something years since we've seen this, this high of a number. Uh, This is what the council and I have tried to create an environment that wants people to move here, wants people to invest here. We're seeing our sales tax dollars at all-time high. We're seeing people move here. We're seeing proofs in the pudding here with these numbers that people are moving to Marlton, Arkansas. We've been voted the ninth safest city. Our sales tax dollars are up. People are shopping at home. They're reinvesting in downtown. All the pieces of the power are coming together for us to grow.
0: The mayor knows that the number supplied by the Census Bureau isn't the full number of residents in the community. The Bureau acknowledges that their count is significantly smaller than the actual number due to participant hesitancy
1: and other factors. The Census has said that you'll have 60, 70, 80 percent participation. Well, there's a bigger number that live here, and I want to use that bigger number on the population sign. We might not get paid federal dollars for it, but I want to use that number. And I'm trying to get French Hill to pass legislation where we can use that number. That'd be closer to 10,000. That's what retailers look at. So there are more than 6,992 actually people living here. That's all that did the census. And we were lucky to get that in a pandemic when it was hard and most of the uh, people working for the census couldn't even get out and and, and knock on doors.
0: The Census Bureau says the population of Conway County in 2020 was less than 2010. The Bureau reported a population of 20,715 for Conway County, down 552 residents, or 2.5%. The city of Russellville's population grew to 28,940, up 834 from 10 years ago, or 2.9%. The city of Conway's population count for 2020 was 64,134, an increase of 5,260, or 8.9%, from 10 years ago, The Census Bureau says Clarksville's population grew to 9,381, up 203 people, or 2.2%. An Arkansas-based construction company is partnering with a Mississippi firm to oversee the building of a casino in Pope County. Nabholz Corporation and Endercore of Mississippi will construct Gulfside Casino Partnerships' proposed $254 million River Valley Casino Resort in Pope County. The casino project is still up in the air, though, as the Arkansas Supreme Court is reviewing the awarding of the casino contract in Pope County. Cherokee National Businesses has questioned whether Gulfside met all of the provisions of the referred amendment which authorized the casino. Meanwhile, Gulfside's plans call for a resort with 500 hotel rooms, 80,000 square feet of gaming space, dining options and outdoor spaces, with a workforce of 1,500 and a $60.5 million payroll. Gaming tax revenue has been projected at $29.5 million. A Moralton native has been named the Young Business Leader of the Year by the Conway Area Chamber of Commerce. Gilberto Garcia of Garcia Wealth Management, a firm he runs with his brother Osmar, also a Morrillton native, was presented with the honor last Thursday night at the Conway Chambers Banquet. The award recognizes a community business leader aged 40 or younger, who has helped create a more vibrant business and social environment for all of Conway's residents. Gilberto Garcia is a Moralton High School graduate who was a football standout and played college football at UCA in Conway. Plans are underway for the Conway County Fair Pageant and Talent Show coming up August 28th. Talent Show organizer Vicki Rock says there will be two divisions, one for juniors and one for seniors. To compete in the junior division, Participants must be between the ages of 10 and 15 by October 15th. Those aged 16 to 21 by October 15th may compete in the senior division.
1: There's a vocal
2: solo, vocal group, dance solo, dance group, instrumental solo, and we've even had magic acts in the past. If you do um, win this competition, you will advance to the state and they have like two days of competition. Uh, of it. And it's just amazing to, to, to watch all the talent from around the state of Arkansas. And Conway County has won the last couple of years, so we really want to that get that
0: right rate going. The deadline to submit a form to compete is Tuesday, August 23rd. Forms are available at the fair's website, ConwayCountyFair.com, or through the fair's Facebook page. Those who would like to compete in the fair pageants should go to the fair's website to get an application and submit it before August 21st. There are divisions for just about all age participants. The Senior Fair Queen wins a $1,000 scholarship to UACCM. The runner-up gets a $500 scholarship. The Pageants and Talent Show will take place August 28th at the Conway County Fairgrounds Multipurpose Building. Taking a look at our community calendar, the Morrilton Knights of Columbus is sponsoring an Arkansas Blood Institute blood drive today from 1.30 until 5.30 at the Morrilton Community Center. Coming up tomorrow, Arkansas Blood Institute is hosting the Ashley Wright Memorial Blood Drive, 2.30 until 7 o'clock Tuesday at the Downtown Church of Christ. If you'd like to make an appointment to donate at either of these blood drives, you can go to arkbi.org. The Rialto Theater in downtown Moralton is holding auditions for a dinner theater production called Ghoulfellas. Today and Tuesday, 6 to 8 p.m., The audition will include readings from the script, and the production has roles for at least four men and four women. And for more information, email Jesse Bergner. His email is jesseberg, that's J-E-S-S-E-B-U-R-G, at gmail.com, or call 501-652-6212. Jesse will be with us on Close Up in a few moments to talk more about this event. The Plummerville City Council meets in regular session tonight at 6 in the community room. And Arkansas State Police will not hold driver license testing in Perryville this Wednesday or in Moralton on Thursday. Testing will resume at the normal times and places on August 24th. Well, more and more folks are finding it convenient to listen to KVOM's News Watch on the KVOM podcast channel. And you can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeart Radio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or you can just listen on our website or app. You can listen whenever it's convenient for you. Search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is published each weekday and is brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 744. We've got a few clouds, 68 degrees at the KVOM studios. Our morning newswatch continues with sports and weather after this. Always in touch. Daddy, Gene, Member FDIC, an equal housing lender.
2: KVON's okay, news, of Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. The Marlton High School football team will play host to Conway for their traditional preseason scrimmage game tomorrow night. Kickoff slated for 6 p.m. from Devilogs Stadium. Now, Dogs won't play at home again until September 10th against Wynn in the team's third game of the regular season. Moralton plays its first two games of the season on the road at Russellville on August 20, September 3rd. Marlton High School Athletics Director Trent Tipton won the 2021 Marlton Country Club Mac Play Tournament. Tipton beat Stewie Palmer in the finals on Sunday. In their first game back from the Olympic break, the Atlanta Dream suffered a 92-81 loss to the Phoenix Mercury on Sunday. Marlton's Shakina Strickland scored five points off the bench for the Dream, who have now lost five in a row to drop their record to 6-14 and 14 on the season. St. Louis Cardinals made it six consecutive wins with a 7-2 victory over Kansas City on Sunday. Cards are now 61-56 and on the season. They're off today before starting a three-game series against Milwaukee at Bush Stadium on Tuesday. And Levi Stout picked seven innings, allowed just one run in his double-A debuts. The Arkansas Travelers defeated the Springfield Cardinals 5-1 on Sunday afternoon at Dickey Stevens Park. The Travis started a series at Frisco on Tuesday. And that is sports this morning. All right. Well, Eric, uh, how did vacation treat you? Well, it was good. It was Good. 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 It was fun. So. Awesome. Well, and Cardinals started winning while I was gone. So that's,
3: that's right. That's right. That was awesome. Well, all right, Eric. Glad to have you back this morning. Fair skies, seventy degrees here at the KVOM studios. As we turn to weather for you now, we've got sunny skies in store today. Our high of ninety-one degrees with the calm wind becoming east around five this morning. Now tonight we have mostly clear skies on the way. Our low down to sixty-nine. Tuesday, sunshine, slight chance of afternoon showers, maybe a thunderstorm high of 91. Tuesday night, partly cloudy, slight chance of showers, our low down to 71. And then for Wednesday, up to a 50% chance of showers, maybe a thunderstorm, otherwise partly sunny, our high of just 88 degrees on Wednesday. Thursday, up to a 60% chance of showers and thunderstorms, our high of 89. And then Friday, a 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms and a high of 90 degrees. So, uh, beginning of the week, not a lot of rain chances, but uh, towards the end, uh, looking like uh, those chances uh, will pick up a little bit. Taking a look now at current conditions here at the KVOM studios, our humidity is at 100%. Our wind speed is calm right now. Barometric pressure, 30 inches. Our barom- our uh, dew point is at 70 degrees. Visibility is at 10 miles. And again, uh, fair sky, 70 degrees right now at KVOM. Our low this morning was 65 degrees. The high yesterday, 91. The low a year ago, 73, with a high of 94 We've had no rainfall the past 24 hours at the KVOM studios, but uh, over the weekend, we got a little bit over a half inch. We got uh, uh, 0.6 uh, inches of, of rainfall, and our total for the year uh, comes up to 32.81 inches. Sunset tonight, 7.59, and sunrise tomorrow morning, 6.32, when you join us for Mornings in Moralton, right here on KVOM FM 101.7. Again, uh, just outside the KVOM studios, fair skies, 70 degrees here in Moralton as we approach 7.50. Our Monday morning edition of News Watch continues with state headlines from the Arkansas Radio Network on the way next.
0: always in touch Jean Member FDIC an equal housing lender
3: Once again you're listening to KVOM's Monday morning edition of News Watch. now 756 we have fair skies and 69 degrees just outside the KVOM studios and we're back now with our close-up segment this morning visiting with Jesse Bergener on behalf of the Rialto Community Arts Center. Jesse, good morning. Good morning. Well, certainly excited to have you here this morning. And uh, Jesse, we've got uh, a murder mystery dinner theater coming up with auditions uh, coming up tonight. And that's certainly exciting. I know, Jesse, you, you love the murder mysteries, and uh, they're always fun to pull off, right?
4: Oh, yeah. I've been doing them for years, and it just it never gets old.
3: Well, fantastic. Uh, Jesse, tell me about uh, this show. Okay, so this show,
4: I pulled a lot of inspiration from Taika Waititi's What We Do in the Shadows, and it's kind of a satire of the um, vampire or horror movie genre. It plays a lot of like comedy in it and such. But um, this one is kind of follows the similar, it, it's all build that movie build, kind of builds up to this uh, festival of night kind of thing. It has all these different monsters at it. And so this is kind of like the dinner theater itself is going to be this festival of the night thing. And this is the instance where Dracula's kind of gone soft a bit and he's invited humans to it. And that's going to be the audience in this case. Okay. So we're kind of tying it together to this, um, big Halloween themed dinner theater.
3: Awesome. Awesome. So, so the show dates will fall around Halloween time.
4: Yes. Uh, the show dates are going to be the October 29th and 30th and, we're going to try to spring for a second weekend, November 5th and 6th. It'll just depend on uh, how well we can pull everything
3: off. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, right there to uh, Halloween then. Uh, perfect timing for that. Well, uh, Jesse, uh, what uh, what kinds of folks are you looking for for this uh, murder mystery? Honestly,
4: considering uh, we're all going to be dressed as monsters, and kind of take It's kind of an all-ages show. Um, there may be, uh, I'm going to say probably just 13 and up. I'll take about any age for this show and you can kind of play the fun part about these things. is You can play with your character. We can tweak the script if we want to, it's all from scratch. So it's just like, um, if you don't like a joke, Hey, you can replace it with a joke you think is better. That's, kind of the beauty of these things. You have a little leeway
3: when it comes to the script and the characters. Gotcha. Okay, Jesse, as far as experience is concerned, is this something that uh, folks need to have been in a show before or are you welcoming uh, pretty much anybody from all experience levels to come out? I'm welcoming pretty
4: much If you've had no experience, any experience, feel free. This could be your chance to get your feet wet into acting. And um, there being a lot of improv, there's a lot of wiggle room for mistakes. So I would especially encourage, if you've never acted before and you think you might want to, come give it a try. Gotcha. Okay. Well, tell me about auditions this week. Okay. So we have auditions tonight and tomorrow night. They run from six to eight. I'm going to try to be there at six tonight. <laughs> I might be pushing it a little bit, but um, uh, either way, they will be in the gallery. Um, if I'm not there, when you get there tonight, um, you can enter. I know they're working on rehearsals for Texas Double Wide, which I'll mention here in a minute, but um, they're having rehearsals over there. You can go through the um, theater entrance, but uh, we're going to be holding me in the gallery. We're going to do kind of a light read through of some of a few passages from the script, and uh, if you've that can think of any monster that you might want to play, feel free to bring it up.
3: Gotcha. Okay, so pretty simple audition, sounds like. Oh, yeah.
4: It's going to be real laid back.
3: All right. Well, uh, Jesse, tell me about Double Wide Texas that's uh, coming up at the Rialto.
4: So Double Wide Texas, um, this one's being done by uh, Casey Myers. She's. Uh, it's a... Not a little sketchy on details regarding... know uh, there's um, some kind of... It, they're trying to stop this like Baron from uh, basically selling the uh, trailer park they live <laughs> in. And so it sets up a lot of comedic situations. Uh-huh. And uh, I know it's got a pretty good cast.
3: Okay, fantastic. Now, when can we look for that show? Um, if I
4: remember correctly, here it's September 24th and 25th, and October 1st and 2nd. Okay,
3: so. all right. And of course, uh, folks can always go to Rialto Moralton for all the details, right? That's correct. Okay. Well, Jesse, anything else that we need to pass along this morning, or is that about cover it all?
4: Um. And this well, this will apply more whenever we get closer to the day of the actual show. But um, this is a show where we do encourage guests to dress up, and uh, if you like to dress up and play pretend, then hey, that's basically what this is so come to auditions tonight or tomorrow
3: okay fantastic and again uh, the folks this is going to be a dinner theater so if you're uh, really not wanting to be in the show uh, well it's uh, something that's always uh, a great time to attend and uh, you can make uh, plans uh, for that going to be at the end of october and uh, again hopefully at the first uh, first weekend of november all right well again folks we've been visiting this morning with Jesse jesse bergener on behalf of the rialto community arts center jesse thank you so much for talking to us today Thank you, Hunter. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.